Hi and welcome to the Industria podcast. Industria is the study association for industrial engineering students at the Eindhoven University of Technology. During this podcast, we will invite inspiring people with a background in industrial engineering, more specifically a background in Eindhoven. Together, we cover interesting and relevant topics to provide you with all kinds of knowledge and insights within the field of industrial engineering. We are Geert and Kenneth, and we will be hosting this podcast. Today we will be talking to Harry Bolters, CEO of DoveTrax. As a student, he got his Master of Science in Industrial Engineering here at the TOE. In 1996, he started as a trainee at Dove. He fulfilled many different functions, including Logistics Operations Manager and Human Resources Director at the company. Now, after more than 20 years, he holds the office of President Director and is responsible for more than 10,000 employees. Harry, we are very happy to have you here today. Thanks for making time for us. Um, I want to start at your time as a student because you followed the Bachelor Industrial Engineering and the Master's Program Business Engineering at the TOE. Mm-hmm. Um, could you describe yourself as a student? Well, that's a long time ago that I was a student, but uh, I think in hindsight, uh, I did, I did my, my, my classes, uh, but was quite active in the uh, next, next to the study. Um, at that time, when I was uh, at TOE, we had what they called the, the stick, who the, the department that was organizing the yearly introduction. Um, I, uh, offered me myself as a, as a volunteer there. And, uh, I did some, uh, nice jobs in, in, the, in that area. I was part of uh, rugby club, the elephants, um, and also uh, active in industry. Uh, at that time, we uh, organized lectures um, from, uh, of people that were Basically, we didn't know the word podcast, but it was like a real life event of podcast. Uh, so that was, it was quite nice. And, uh, so I was a, I think an, on, on, uh, a typical student for that time, uh, with some good side effects, uh, and side activities. So did you learn a lot, um, of those extracurricular activities, like doing things at Industria that you, um, that you used when you started working? What you, the answer is, is yes, but you always learn, uh, different things than you think up front. Uh, you learn to relate to people, to have a conversation with people, to, uh, to organize things. And at that time, it, it seems like that those are side effects, but in reality, those are the, um, those are the things that, 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 that train you for, for, uh, for future, and especially if you are working in a larger company. Um, how to relate to people, how to connect, how to um, uh, get information, how to assemble people, uh, have them tell you what they need to know. That, that kind of thing that you learn, uh, you don't learn that from fallen colleges. You learn that from doing all kinds of extracurricular activities. Um, uh, but also if, if, if playing at the elephants, uh, seeing how that, how that, how teamwork goes, how, how close you can bond with, with, uh, with people. That's, that's uh, something that you will, uh, you, you can use in the rest of your career. So it's good experience. Uh, but did, um, did you think that, uh, were you a different student um, when you compare yourself as a bachelor student um, and, a, and a master student? Do you think there was a comparison between the two? Uh, 
um, Harry Walter students? It was the same person. I'm not sure if uh, <laughs> if I was a different person at that po point in time. I don't think so. I think um, along the way you are focusing more on on the on the uh, on the course that have your more your attention. Um, so almost by nature you put in more hours because you, because you like the stuff that you have uh, you need to study. But um, no, other than that, I don't think there's a real difference between a bachelor and a master. I'm not quite sure if we even had that that's, that strong distinction between the two faces uh, in, in the study. It was just going next year with the next, with, with, with choices and, and internships and, and all that. All right. So um, after you finished your study, you started as a trainee at DOF. Yep. What was the reason you started at DOF? Um, if, if you, I was always interested in uh, production logistics, uh, production processes, uh, and then of course um, uh, there are, are a few companies that that uh, do stand out on production processes, and um, Duff was on the top of my list because because it's it's a, it's obviously it's a great product, uh, and it's a complex way of of uh, producing it. Um, um, and I, I visited Duff once on on the uh, during study, and I was really impressed by by the by the vastness of activities that need to be done before a full truck comes from the assembly line. Um, at that moment in time, I did not even realize that that uh, they, they assembled their complete engines and uh, they um, they had a sheet metal component shop. So it was even more complex when I started than I thought up front. But it really, I was really triggered by the fact that it's it's a it's a complex production process. And uh, being in automotive uh, and materials and logistics, it's it's obviously top of bill there. That's that's why I choose stuff and uh, also the traineeship, uh, just to be able to see as much sides of the company as I could uh, get my hand. So could you take us through your career? Um, you've been at Duff for like twenty four years, and like I'm wondering what gave you the motivation to. Take the next step again and again. Eagerness to learn, perhaps, but also also fun in what you do, and mm. uh, and, and 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 you know, making career is 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 obviously a, you need to have some skills. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong, but there's also a, a degree of luck that you need to have, and you can influence the degree of luck by by showing yourself in a, in a positive manner. So I had the fortune that uh, my first boss, she, her name was uh, Olga Timmer. Um, she uh, she had a vision that if I was a trainee, I would need to rotate out of materials after six months, and um, that is something that that uh, that set that triggered a set of events that that keep me on moving from one place to the other. So um, after my six months in, in materials and, and uh, on factory floor, I was uh, asked to go to facility services, um, which is uh, basically uh, cleaning, lease cars, uh, uh, catering, or all that, all that kind of stuff. And that, that, that was an assignment there. And after that, they said, "Well, why don't you go to Westerlo?" And uh, I said, "Okay, fine. I want to see that side of the business as well." In Westerlo, we have a cap plant and an axle plant. Um, and um, after those two years. Uh, I did a few assignments uh, where I uh, 
needed to present to people the results that I, that I found. And one of those people was a uh, business controller from four operations for, for the, for the full five factories that we have. And he thought, hmm, that's, that's quite an ambitious, uh, uh guy who, is, who has a lot of drive in himself. And he asked me if I want to become a, a controller. And I said, I, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what a controller does. So, so why don't you want me to be a controller? Oh, it's, I'll teach you there. You, you just need to show that you want to do it and I can show you how to do it. And that has been a bit of my, my motivation throughout my career is you want to really understand the processes. You need to be, be have an open mind and ask questions and be willing to learn. And um, because no one has been born a controller, nobody has been born as being a material expert. You, everyone has learned that. So there's no, no single reason why you should not be able to learn something. It's not your cup of tea. That's perfectly fine. And then you can move on again. At least, at least try it. At least, at least have an open mind for, for that part of the business, especially when you are, when it's in the same company. And, uh, again, if you, if you look at the total processes that, that Dovstrux has, they are quite complex. And, um, if you only look at from one side only, then you have a vision from one side only. Then. Uh, uh, like I said, in the beginning of my career, I was a kind of forced to, to, to look at it from the other side. And then hey, there, is, there are no easy jobs in a company. Um, there are, there is always a, a, an angle, uh, in every process that you need to learn from. And that's, that's how you step into one role to the other. So when I did control for a few years, um, I was asked back to, uh, to become the successor of, of, uh, manager who hired me so that that was kind of a uh, big step for me because that would mean that colleagues i started with uh, four or five years ago i need to manage them now so my biggest worry is that okay they 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 look at me so oh, there's this guy again and what's he's going to tell us and um but that, that actually went pretty well because they they, they knew where, where i stood from uh, what i want to try to achieve and how to make processes better and, and ask them how to, how to help me in improving the processes. From that job, I became warehouse manager in the, to bring the material to line side. And then I was asked to schedule the full production of the five plants. I did that for a couple of years. After that, I became a plant manager of the truck assembly plant. Um, after that, I did my uh, most exotic job, which was HR director. Uh, after that, I went to back to operations, became the operations director. So, uh, uh end responsibility of all operations within that. Then I did sales and then started in 2018 and then the president of the company. That's in a nutshell my, my career. Hmm. Yeah. Would you say most of your functions? especially in the beginning were typical industrial engineering functions or did you just grow into these functions and um, learn the particular skills along the way? More the latter. Um, you, you start as a, obviously as an industrial engineer, um, but at the same time, uh, you will look at every job from an industrial engineering point of view. Um, what I was always intrigued by is processes. So how come that people do what they do? What, how come that people decide to do 
a certain action or decide not to do a certain action. And so they are working inside a process. And um, understanding that process makes you understand why people take certain actions. If you, if you can get a grip of that, you can also see how you can change that or how you can improve that. Um, and that makes it industrial engineering, uh, a, 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 to me, a great study, uh, because you are challenged to, to understand the why instead of the how. And why then, then you can see, uh, what people are doing and why they are doing it. And then you, you, you can change the how if you don't like the how, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and do you still um, apply these um, industrial engineering techniques or the, the thoughts of industrial engineering? Do you still apply that uh, in your function now? Basically, yes. Um, the, uh, the goals change, of course, eh? the level of the high, the, the, the goals get at a higher level. Um, I get now goals like improve quality, increase market share. Um, so that's, you need to break that down, uh, in, in your team to more concrete, uh, goals. Um, so I want to increase market share in this country from A to B, from that country to from C to D. Uh, but in general, uh, looking at the process. So, so what makes that, uh, KPI? The KPI, what, 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 which process is behind this KPI? That is the more important stuff in my, in my, in my job. It's, it's not that it's not a full time job to say, well, I need to have 10% more profit. That's, I can do that on Monday morning and leave again. So that's, 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 that's not the goal. Mm. The goal is, okay, what is, what is it that we are doing and how can we improve that and make sure that people are, are exceeding expectations in, in the way they do their job? Yeah, I can imagine that the the, the goals um, also become more long term. Yes or no? Uh, uh, let let me try to give you an example. Um, obviously, at Duff we produce trucks, um, and let's say that we have a goal to produce fifty thousand trucks a year. Um, um, but the goal, and let's let's for argument's sake say that that is a long term goal. Fifty thousand produce fifty thousand trucks this year. Um, what it, it doesn't stop there. It, it, it's, um, you need to break that goal down into monthly, weekly, daily, hourly goals, um, and manage those just to have a eye on the long-term goal. Um, mm, right. So it's, you need, it's, it's like, um, um, if, if you, if you don't follow up that goal and, and, and by December, it turns out that whatever reason, they only made 40,000 units instead of 50,000 units, then uh, you only have 10 days left to, to, to produce the other 10,000, which is an impossible goal. But if you utter every hour, then you can, you can steer every hour. And, and that makes it, then you can manage the, the, the long-term goal achievement. And that's, yeah. that's the full line, that's, that's applicable. Talking about those goals, um, have they changed during the corona crisis for uh, DAF? Has, has the impact been big? Oh yeah, the impact was, was, was really big. Um, the, uh, and, and obviously the overarching goal, like, like, like producing 50,000 units in a year has been, has been, been, been let go because that was virtually impossible because we, we had, we didn't have a production for a month. Mm -hmm. um, 
but the um, the main goals for a company is is that you make you need to make sure that uh, the people are uh, are safe, the people can deliver quality, um, that whatever you uh, do is reliable, and then you need to make that all those things at a minimum total integral cost. So those four goals did not change. Eh? Safety, quality, delivery, cost. Those keep the, kept the same. The, the, the level that we try to achieve uh, those goals that changed. So instead of an initial goal of, of 50,000, we had to reduce that. Goal. But um, like I said, because we were, we were monitoring it on, on an hourly basis, on a daily basis, what, what, how do we on the road to achieve these goals, we knew that in, in mid-March, we had to decide to stop production because we could not assemble trucks and using 1.5 meter distance uh, from each other. So then the goal in that perspective changes that, that suddenly the goal is not produce trucks, but it's produce trucks using this new requirement, 1.5 meter distance. Um, and that takes a while before, before that, that is, uh, it's moving again. But then, uh, quite quickly. So after a week or two, we were already again producing the first trucks. It trial runs and then building from there again, safety, quality, delivery, cost. So Corona has an incredible, immense impact on, on, on the company, but it, it's at the same time, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's a setback in your, in your, in your strategy, but that doesn't mean that your, that your way of operating changes. You will, you need to adapt. You need to change. You need to have, um, uh, more priority on, on, on one item compared to the other. But in essence, it stays the same. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not completely different, uh, game. But there's a lot of new variables in the game. That's, that's true. All right. So I just want to go just a little bit back to, um, to, uh, we were talking about your career and you, of course, have quite some, uh, we have worked so, quite some time at, at Dove right now. Um, Most likely being here for 25 years, there, there's going to be another five, 10 years probably that I'll be hmm. in this company. Yeah. There's no, but at the same time, if you, if you are, we see, of course, uh, people who are here and they, they, uh, they, they do their job, but they, they are not happy and they leave after two, three, four, five years. What you see in a company like we have is that if people manage, uh, their, to, to be happy and, and, and productive in, uh, in the first five, six years, they will probably stay because, because it's such a, then, then the, the dynamic kicks in and there's no why change. There's, there's a lot of opportunity here, career opportunities and, and. Yeah, but, but nowadays, yeah, but what you said, because nowadays you see that a lot of people work uh, very shortly at companies. Um, yeah. Do you understand these people or do you think that uh, that is a huge disadvantage for organizations and also for employees to uh, or every two, three years uh, switch from company? You know, switching a company is not a goal. It's something that you that happens to you. So if it happens to you, then that's fine. As long as it, you should do whatever makes you feel happy. You, whatever makes you feel productive. If if you are if you are working at a company and 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 the salary is good and and uh, the people are nice, but you're not happy, please leave. Please leave because there's there's no single reason why you should stay at a company and you're not happy. Um, 
you know, so and and I'm I'm perfectly okay if you are searching for companies and it takes you ten years and you have to have three, four, five companies in that ten years. That's fine. And and some people even like it to be that that their whole career, every three, four years, they have a different uh, assignment. That's fine too. Whatever makes you happy. Um, um, don't make the mistake that you think, well, I need to stay in this company because there's no other opportunity. No, that that would that would be a mistake. What what I do think in 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 that's perhaps in today's world, um, and we see that with our recent hires also that because of working from home and not being allowed or, or uh, minimizing the contact at, at, at the job, the bonding with the with the company is is less than than when than you are able to be at the company, be with your colleagues, uh, have a lot of non-work-related fun with them. That 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 gives that energy that that, that, that you can jump over a, a not so good day. And I can imagine if you are working from home, from your home office, um, and 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 you have a, a bad week, that you well, let's try somewhere else because there is no there's no bonding, and so that that could be a risk in. From, from the generation that's, that starts, let's say in 2020 up until 2021 with, uh, with a company that, that is, that they, they don't feel this connection. And that's, that's not on them. That, that's, that's on the way we work. Um, but that, that's, that could be a risk. And that's a shame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have basically reached the top of your, of the business. Um, do you have any more personal ambitions? I did not reach the top of the business. Huh? Um, <laughs> uh, we, we are part of a, uh, of, of a of a mother company called Packard. There are uh, twenty five thousand, thirty thousand people working there. So there's always there's always a runway. Uh -huh. um, and um, a, a career is 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 what, is what happens. Um, and 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 um, sounds perhaps a little bit, bit strange, but I was never. I was never planning to get into this chair at a certain moment in time. During my career, obviously, I, I saw that there would be a fair chance that I could get there. Um, but that was never my, my goal. Um, uh, at the same age, I didn't say no when they asked me. And so don't, don't get me wrong. I'm, yes, I'm ambitious, and, but it doesn't have to be at a certain point in time. It's having, having a, a goal. As such, to to achieve a chair or to become a millionaire, that's that's a stupidest goal, in my opinion, that you can to set yourself. Becoming a millionaire is not a goal; that's something that, that that could happen if you do the right thing. But that's that's a, that's a stupid goal. That's because it it will it 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 goes beyond the fact that you need to learn, have fun, uh, uh, bring good to to other people, and all and all those those soft things that really makes working worthwhile it's there's no fun in in in, uh, in in setting yourself a goal that doesn't doesn't and em embraces all those kind of things that's there's really no fun in there at all so what was your main goal then all these years my main i i was i, I wanted to learn uh, i wanted to learn all aspects of the business i wanted to learn how does it i had one goal as as an, as 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 a, as, a, as a job 
when I was a couple of years at Duff, I thought I want to become plant manager of the truck assembly. That, that, that seems at that time a job where a lot of very nice things connected. You, you have your own team, you have your own plant, you have your process. It's, there's a lot of things you can do and, and there's very, there's people side of it, the material side of it, the engineering side of it, financial side of it. That, that I thought, okay, those kind of jobs are really interesting. Um, and not from the status of the position, but just from the, from the, from the crossroads of all those activities. Um, while I had to, and, and I didn't have that goal in mind, well, I, and I didn't achieve it by then, but it, because then you know, okay, this is what I all want to learn. And you, and you, you, you enter in different jobs and you, 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 you learn from all those aspects. And then at a certain moment in time, you say, Hey, you have all the experience. You have all the, um, you still have a lot of things to learn and, and we offer you the job and then you just say yes, that's, that's how it goes. Um, that, so it's, it's enjoying the ride and I know people say that a lot, but it's actually really true. You should enjoy the ride. You need to do what's fun. Be, if you don't, if you are not ambitious, that's fine too, but it's always better to, in my, from my point of view, it's obviously better if people are a little bit ambitious, eh? because then you can, you can eat them more, you can learn them more. You, they, they, uh, if people are not ambitious, then then at a certain point in time they are uh, uh, they are at a certain level, and they are then, then they are stuck. Eh? And 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 if and if you are happy with that, that's fine too. But as long don't block others, eh? then then you should also step aside if someone else tries to, to overtake. So that, that's a bit, that's a bit the, the goal I have for myself is learn the process and, 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 and obviously, uh, going forward, it's, uh, and that's something also, perhaps also important to know is that making a career is quite selfish. Um, uh, I like my job. I don't, you don't have to pity me because, uh, yes, I make long days. Yes, I travel a lot at least until 2019. Um, but, but making a career is quite selfish because the, 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 the people you are with, the people that you love, your children, your, 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 your partner, and they need to accept, they need to support you, uh, and you can't demand them to support you. So you need to balance, um, balance that way. Because, um, if you don't do that, you end up alone. And then, and then in the end, you have nothing. Um, so for almost two years now, you've been the president director of Dove. Um, mm -hmm. What does a regular week look like? Um, what do you do, and what is expected of you as a CEO? Uh, uh, a lot of updates. So, uh, like I said, uh, goal setting is not that hard. Eh? You, you can do that in uh, a few hours. Um, following up of uh, of that goals you, is important, and um, uh, connecting with people is important. So I don't have a, my, my, my standard week is, is far from standard. There are perhaps 20% of the time are, are, are standard meetings. Uh, we have a board meeting and we have a quality meeting, a finance meeting and all that, all that. Um, but the majority is, is about connecting with the people that, that, uh, actually do the work and, um, helping them to, to, uh, to achieve their goals. Um, so that, that's an important, important part of it. 
And the other important part, and that's, that's, uh, that's something that, that is quite strange, um, to realize while, while you are making a career as a manager or a leader is that whatever you say is more important than whatever someone else is saying. So there is a, um, there, there's a goal and, and everyone said, now we can, we can achieve 10. And then I said, well, I want you to achieve 12. Then 12 is a target. And that is, that's how it should work. But that's also how the, how the, uh, how the organization is, 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 is reacting. And you can see that a little bit, uh, in the Netherlands during Corona crisis on, 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 uh, mouth masks. That whole discussion of, uh, yes, no, it helps, it doesn't help. If every, if, if there's a lot of, um, talk shows and everyone has a different opinion and all opinions are, are shared and and people keep on uh, diverting in, in opinions there is no common understanding so one of my key jobs is is, is to make a decision we go left without really mattering if left is better than right and if it's both right then you, you can still go left and um, um, it's, it's important to understand that you are you are giving direction so that energy is focused and energy is, is, is aligned so that you achieve your results better. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's a key part of, uh, of what I do. And the, the fun part is that I only summarize often what people tell me already and what they, so obviously, quite often I state the obvious and then we say, okay, we got a decision and then, and then we can move on. It's, it's a funny part of my job. But still, you do have a lot of responsibilities. Um, how do you cope with these responsibilities? Do you take them home or can you just uh, put them down after you're done with work? Uh, that's the, uh, basically, I'm never done with my work. That's, that's mm -hmm. something that you need to realize. It's, it's not, and, and don't, you, don't, you don't have to cry for me because I choose myself for this. But um, it, it goes on. And when I leave home, I still think about uh, how work is going, or what next steps we can take, what's a new challenge, how how to deal with a certain problem, um, uh, and then and then uh, um, so it's it's that is something other than worrying because worrying doesn't do a lot of good. Because worrying is, 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 is questioning yourself. Am I doing the right thing? Well, you, you should not ask yourself that. You should ask your colleagues that or your, your, your team because you can on, on, in a one on one say, Hey, this is what I'm thinking on this and this topic and this, this project and what you're thinking. And then uh, they share that thinking. And if they understand that, that they are really valued of what, what they bring as input. They will keep on inputting in the, into such a meeting. And that's, uh, so, and, and by doing that, you can, you can stop worrying because you can share the problems, which is something else that worrying is. Worrying is, is not good. If you are worrying, then it's a waste of energy. So, Would you say you never worry? That would be very cocky to say I never worry. Um, but it's, if you worry too much, you can worry, worry in, in the sense that you are, you're not sleeping. You're thinking it over and thinking it over again. That's not really. That's that's really bad because it will drain energy from you. 
if you have a worry, write it down. I need to solve this problem. Write it down and, 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 and discuss it with someone that, that actually can benefit and bring input to, to the problem. Worrying in my definition is that I keep on hammering myself. Am I, what's wrong? How can I do this? And, and for some, some, some problems that, that's, it's okay to think about it. That's, that's not what I'm saying, but don't start worrying. If you are finding yourself in circles, stop doing that. When you're in a hole, stop digging. It's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, and get out and, and talk to other people and get a fresh perspective. And, and so you can jointly create a solution out of, out of the, of the situation. Yeah, I think that's uh, already a very good advice uh, to our students. Uh, we, we have, we have talked about about your career, but I'm also curious what will what will the future bring for you, and and also what will the future bring for Duff? <laughs> I just dropped my crystal ball. Uh, future, uh, the future for Duff. Let's that's 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 perhaps more easy. Um, there's a lot of challenges on, on the road uh, of, uh, of automotive. Um, the whole energy transition, it's a big challenge. It's already a challenge for passenger cars, perhaps even a bigger challenge for, for, uh, for trucks. Um, perhaps you know, perhaps you don't know, a, a diesel truck with a full, ta- full tank of diesel, what do you think the range of that truck is? How long can it drive? How much kilometers can it drive on a full tank? Make a guess. Well, like 400 kilometers? I don't know. No, 4,000 kilometers. 4,000, wow. Yeah. How much do you think on an electric uh, truck it can drive? Well, then 400? <laughs> Not even today. Today's 200, but perhaps in a few years' time, 400. So that's, that's time mm. step. Eh? So that's only the, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, uh, that's only the range. And then, of course, filling up a fuel tank is about, let's say, 10 minutes. If you are really, really, really fast in filling up a, a, a battery, you're, it, it's 100 minutes. Probably worse, but 100 minutes. So it's 10 times the less range, 10 times more the, the uh, charging time. So you need, for long distance travel, you need 10 times 10, 100 times more charging points than you have today diesel stations, fuel stations. There's a lot of fuel stations there. So that's by itself is already a big challenge. But and again, on the other hand, it's, it's the CO2 reduction and air quality. So we need, we are in this transition where, um, where we know that, uh, the society wants electric trucks, uh, but the, the physics and, and reality is, is not meeting that there's no one size, one solutions, one size fits all solution. Um, so the, the, the challenge for that is to, to, to create solutions that, that, uh, that will do both. That will save CO2, clean the air, make sure that we can't clean the air, make sure we don't, um, uh, the, the air is, is, is not polluted, uh, uh, and, and create technology developments in, in that area. So that, that's, that's a really big challenge. At the same time, the challenge for DAF is to, to, uh, have people stay interested in, in technique. It's, um, uh, Engine development, software development—it's all part part of truck. So th- those are those are really challenges um, for a company li- like we are. Um, the challenges for myself is that uh, I don't know—is there a challenge 
there will there will come new challenges. We will we'll get over it, and and what the future brings on 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 future jobs, I don't know. It's, um, we will see. It's uh, I'm open for a lot of things. So. But if I would ask you to to look into your crystal ball again, uh-huh. <laughs> um, do you personally think in like thirty years most trucks will be electric? Nope. Most on the road? No. Nope. No. Nope? Nope. But I think. And in 50 years? <laughs> in 30 years, we will have um, we will have electric trucks. They will be able to drive, uh, let's say, 600 kilometers. Um, so you will see that in, in urban areas, there's a lot of electric trucks driving around. And then there will be a, a new fuels that, that, are, that use CO2 from the atmosphere that are combined with, 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 with hydrogen or anything and that create a diesel-like fuel that is, uh, and that is, that is uh, emitted again. So we, you really have a lifetime circle of, of CO2 in the atmosphere. Um, because um, there's so much roadblocks on, on a full electric vehicle park that I, I don't see at this point in time a true solution Electric only. There will be hydrogen involved. Um, there could be a combustion engine of, of hydrogen. And there could be alternative fuels, synthetic fuels that that uh, that, that saves uh, the environment. And uh, and there will be part of electric trucks. That's for sure. But there will be no one size fits. Okay, I I think we could talk for hours more. Um, I think we're gonna wrap up. We have a few more questions mm-hmm. to ask. One more is from Bart Bogart. He asked the excellent question. Um, which skills do you think um, are very important these days and in the coming years uh, for students to have? So in other words, what should we as students focus on if we will be going into, into businesses in like a few years? Listening. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of talk these days about uh, freedom of speech and that's, that's important, but uh, please listen to each other. Uh, try to understand the process you are working in from multiple angles. Because there, I always say to, to new students, at, at my company, I don't think there were any terrorists. Quite sure that we don't have any terrorists in, in, in on our payroll. <laughs> yeah, I so there so. are. I don't think there are any people at, at, at this company that try to frustrate the process. Uh, but still, processes sometimes are not easy or smooth. Um, and then usually the, the conclusion of the people involved is that that other guy is doing an easy job and he should just adapt to what I, whatever my goal is. And um, and obviously that doesn't. So my, my biggest advice was is, is for, for, for students is to listen, ask questions and listen and try to understand why people are doing this. Are they having a wrong interpretation of the goal? Is there a common goal? And can you as, as a engineering student create that common goal and, and break that common goal down into achievable goals that, that are aligned? If you can do that, you can do anything. 
Right. I think it's all already a fantastic advice. Um, to wrap up, what, what is your most important lesson learned which you would also give uh, our students as a takeaway message? Uh, it, it's, it's in line with what I just said. It's, 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 it's just say yes once in a If people are asking you to, to step into something, just say yes. What can go wrong? Um, if you are if you are invited to to join a project and that sounds complicated, just say yes. You will learn a lot of things. You will see a different perspective. Um, we have a saying over here: is that the world is what you see. So if you are if you are if you are born and raised like I am in in North Brabant, you went to the university of North Brabant and you became the CEO of a company in North Brabant, that you could think that I that 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 limits your view. And um, uh, the, the, the biggest lesson, I, the biggest advice I can give you is keep a broad view. Keep Make sure that you understand the full spectrum of, of what is going on. Try to step into the shoes of your opponent and see, hey, do I understand why is he, it's a negotiation skills as well. Why is this other party acting the way they are? Why is that? So what did, what did they try to achieve? And, and uh, if you understand that, then you can, you can, you can win. Wow. I uh, think that's a fantastic advice to end this podcast with. Thank you for being our guest today, uh, Mr. Walters. Fair our next guest will be Joris Beckers, who is a data analyst at the U.S. Soccer Federation. So also make sure to tune in next time. Thank you for listening. <laughs>